0: What's shaking, everyone? My name is Colin, and welcome to the Flight Attendant Forum, a podcast for crew, travel gurus, or anyone enamored with aviation. Possess a passion to see the world. Share your stories, secrets, and resources here, and let your voice be heard. Welcome on board. Heads yeah, up, we've got the uh, guy that tried to shut the engine down uh, out of the cockpit, um, and he uh, doesn't sound like he's causing any issue on the back right now. I, I think he's the dude. Other than that, uh, yeah, we want a person to get on the ground and park. Forum Faithful, please prepare for departure. Welcome back to the Fight Time Forum. So happy to have you back here, coming to you today on October 30th. It is a Monday. Hope you all had a great Halloween weekend as the official Halloween is uh, tomorrow. So if you're able to get out this past weekend and do something fun for uh, Halloween, hope you did that as uh, come to you this week from my house in Chicago. It is a solo dolo episode uh, today and for this week's installment of the Flight Attendant Forum. uh, I know that I had lamented in the past about wanting to get away from uh, doing solo episodes, but uh, I just wanted to give... A little bit of a background and a little bit of inside scoop or uh, knowledge rather to the preview that you heard with the uh, pilots of Horizon Air Flight 2059 with air traffic control regarding the uh, captain uh, who was jump seating in the cockpit who tried to shut down both the engines and credit to Voss Aviation for the audio of that you can check out his uh his channel, his YouTube channel, which is fantastic if you like uh, sort of kind of behind the scenes aviation stuff and um, follow what he does and all that. I've, I, I always love this channel, so I just grabbed the audio that he got from the communications of the pilot and the air traffic control regarding Horizon Air Flight Horizon Air Flight 2059. Um, so I'll be giving you a little bit of a inside scoop of kind of how that works as far as pilots and flight attendants riding in jump seats and or flight deck cockpit seats, um, and, you know, again, it is an added perk of the job, but wanted to kind of talk about that a little bit. And uh, if you have not listened to the Flight Attendant Forum up to this point, I do want to welcome you. Uh, thanks so much for downloading and pressing play. And if you are returning to the Flight Attendant Forum, again, thank you all so much. Um, wholeheartedly, as always, appreciate each and every one of you. And um, please enjoy this week's episode, and we'll talk to you soon. So Horizon Airlines Flight 2059, and Horizon Air is a subsidiary of Alaska Airlines, similar to United Express or Delta Connection or American Eagle are of the uh, aforementioned Big Three Airlines, respectively, uh, within domestic flying. And uh, America, uh, sorry, Flight 2059, which was operated by Horizon Air, was supposed to take off from Everett, Washington to San Francisco, and that's when they reported this uh, credible security threat related to an off-duty Alaskan Airlines pilot, who was uh, Joseph Emerson traveling in the flight deck jump seat. Now, uh, a perk that pilots have is they're able to, similar to flight attendants, they're able to utilize any open jump seats that are available so they can get to and from uh, their destinations, whether they're finishing up a trip or they want to get home sooner or they're trying to go on vacation or whatever the case is or reason is. So uh, we also have those same perks where uh, if there's an airplane, for example, like a 737, which has multiple jump seats available and there are no passenger seats available because we're traveling on standby and we're not uh, obviously paid by the company um, if we choose to deviate from our original plan uh, in terms of our trip, but even if we're on our off time, we're able to take a jump seat to get to where we got to go, which I have done many, many times, and it's a very useful tool, uh, especially when a flight is full. Obviously, the jump seats are all based on seniority, so if uh, someone like me who's hired in two thousand and eighteen is on the jump seat and there's obviously someone who's senior to me then I lose out on that jump seat so uh that's just a little background of kind of how jump seats work and that's another uh perk to the job of being a flight attendant as well as a pilot uh offer you um when you're trying to uh do your non red travel and kind of get around how you need to so this pilot was simply just utilizing his perk and his uh um you know his ability to take a flight attendant a uh, sorry a pilot jump seat. On the aircraft down to San Francisco. So Captain Emerson unsuccessfully attempted to disrupt the operation of the engines. Engine power was not lost despite the off-duty pilots attempt to shut down the engines by engaging the engine fire handle also known as the fire suppression system. The fire suppression system consists of a T-handle for each engine. If the T-handle is fully deployed a valve in the wing closes to shut off fuel to the engine. So if that happens Basically, the plane becomes a glider, and the pilots are in a very, very precarious and dangerous situation to try and land the airplane as safely as they can. Uh, you've now cut off power to the engines, you've cut off fuel to the engines, as well as very, very limited hydraulics um, for the flight controls. So. Basically, you are trying to land the plane as soon as possible, whether it's on an active runway, a field, the water. You want to get the plane on the ground as soon as possible because your airspeed is going to deteriorate as well as your altitude simultaneously. So had he been successful in deploying both of these um, T-handle extinguishers for the engines, it would have been very, very bad and you know it's uh it's 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 quite a uh show of teamwork and heroism on behalf of the pilots to quickly res- who have quickly responded to thwart whatever emerson was trying to do so um, obviously a ton of uh, you know round applause for them and uh, we thank them for uh, getting everybody on the ground as safely as possible and obviously emerson was uh, detained upon arrival in portland where the flight flight was ultimately diverted to now uh as far as A little background on uh, Mr. Emerson. He joined Alaska Air Group as a Horizon First Officer in 2001. And in 2012, he left Horizon to join Virgin America. And then in 2016, he became Alaska Airlines First Officer after Alaska acquired Virgin America in 2016. And then he became an Alaska Airlines mainline captain in 2019. So uh, there's been no shortage of him completing any of his mandated FAA medical certifications as well as any regulatory requirements. And at no point were his certifications denied, suspended, or revoked. Obviously, this was just an isolated incident. And for those of you that have read into the story, you can obviously read that he was saying that he had depression and anxiety and he had taken mushrooms before getting on the plane. And the fact that he thought that taking mushrooms to try and self-medicate while also riding in a flight deck jumpsy. Uh, Definitely not something I would do, and I know that's inherently obvious, and if you're just new uh, to this story, you can Google it. I'm giving you more of a nutshell, but more so giving you a uh, peel back the onion uh, version of what it's like for us when we have to deal, or hopefully not deal, with things like this when they happen, and clearly he was trying to self-medicate, and he was mentally not right in terms of flying, so... One important thing that pilots uh, specifically are a little bit worrisome on when it comes to reporting any mental health issues, that they are uh, nervous that if they report any depression or anxiety or any other uh, underlying mental health conditions, that they'll have their medical certifications revoked, which will not allow them to fly. Um, However, the FAA does require pilots to receive a medical screening um, every six months to five years. So there are things in place that help uh, mitigate this, obviously, when you know, you have someone who's just riding in a jump seat, whether it's a flight attendant or a pilot, uh, you, you know, you, you, most of the time you don't know who they are and um, you've never met them before. So you're just assuming and trusting that they are there to just ride and mind their own business while you conduct your work, whether you're in the flight deck or in the cabin. Now, there was an incident um, a number of years ago. It was Germanwings Flight 9525. Uh, this was in Mar- on March 24th of 2015 where you had a uh, pilot suicide. Uh, for those of you who don't know, are familiar with this incident or, um, any, or have read about it or have heard of it, um, it was operated by Germanwings, which is a low-cost carrier owned by uh, Lufthansa. So the Airbus A320 was piloted by two pilots. The first officer, uh, whose name was Andreas Lubitz, uh, had previously been treated for suicidal tendencies and declared unfit to work by his doctor, but he, he kept this information private from his employer and instead reported for duty. And shortly after reaching their cruising altitude, while the captain was out of the cockpit, and this was before um, the requirement of having two people in the cockpit at all times became a thing, uh, Lubitz had locked out the captain from the cockpit and then initiated a controlled descent into the mountain, and tragically everybody died. Um, but this was the start of what has now become common practice with airlines and is mandated by common uh, mandated by airlines that uh, no matter... Uh, no matter what the phase of flight if the pilots need if one of the pilots needs to use restroom or whatever the case is there always needs to be a second person in the cockpit uh, there should never be a solo occupant of the cockpit at all times and this was um, an incident that caused that and obviously for the better but to touch on more of the mental health aspect it and how it ties into um, Emerson and how he obviously was having his own issues outside of work and then um, took the mushrooms allegedly and tried to shut down the engines engines of the Horizon Air flight um, just a few weeks ago. So, you know, it just shows the importance of how, you know, we, we put so much trust, I think, even as passengers in people that uh, fly us on a day-to-day basis and um, are piloting our aircraft, you know, uh, worldwide. And it's always important to keep in mind that you know, we don't know what's going on in their lives. We don't know anything about them. We're just assuming and trusting that we will get to where we have to go from point A to point uh, B to C to D and etc. Uh, without any incident. And obviously, these two these two incidents, obviously one of which was fatal, uh, shows the importance of not only stressing uh, mental health awareness within the airline industry especially in the flight deck uh, because of the focus and extreme attention to detail that is required at all times when flying the airplane, uh, but as well as ensuring the safety of everybody else uh, on the aircraft as well as the ground. And obviously we're all acutely aware of the MH370, Malaysian Airlines Flight 370, which disappeared uh, on March 8, 2014 and is obviously still yet to be found, which is still incomprehensible uh, not only to me, but obviously to everybody else who has close, fo- closely followed the uh, the disaster um, and the disappearance of that aircraft. And obviously, questions have come up regarding the pilot. Uh, was it death by suicide? Did the, you know, were there nefarious intentions involved with the captain of that airplane? And uh, I mean, I'm still, I still can't understand and wrap my head around how a, and we all can, but how a modern airplane can just vanish and nothing can be found not a seat cushion not a body nothing and obviously it's you know you're going on 10 years at this point almost so you know whatever's left of any human that was on that airplane is probably gone at this point but nonetheless the fact there's been just nothing just absolutely nothing is uh, it's just mind boggling but again it all ties into you know the mental health and they were closely monitoring the captain uh captain Zahari of the MH370 crash and um, what his uh, final days were like, what his mood was like, what things at home were like. So, you know, there's so many things that are involved that you know, again, we're not even aware of. And um, you know, I think it's important to always stress that while the uh, the the perks of being either a pilot or a flight attendant are really great, it can be a uh, it can be a perpetually lonely job. I mean, that is um, definitely something that is uh, not talked about enough. I don't think and. You know, I can speak from experience. I mean, when I first started, I certainly didn't mind going out and doing things by myself. Whether the crew was just kind of taking it easy, or you weren't working with people that you necessarily jived with, or whatever the case is, and this and this is a topic that we'll discuss uh, in greater detail in future episodes um, of the Flight Attendant Forum uh, with some colleagues or friends of mine, um, because I think it's you know no matter no matter how many times we discuss it, I think it's important to discuss it because I have worked with people who have. Um, you know, told me they're depressed or they had, you know, they're having a really tough time. And I asked what they do on the layover, you know, the next day. And they're like, oh, I just kind of stayed in my room and didn't really do much. And, you know, da, da, da. And it's like, OK, well, clearly they're, you know, in not distressed, but they're obviously down about something. So, you know, I always have made a concerted effort uh, on a layover to be like, hey, you know, I'm going to do X, Y and Z. Just letting you guys know you're more than welcome to join if you'd like. But, you know, no pressure, no hard feelings if you don't. Um, Because I think it's important to try and create that camaraderie because you're always working with different people all the time. You're not always going to be working with your friends. You're obviously away from home so much. And more so, this is a bigger stress on pilots because pilots, you know, uh, unless you're working an international trip, you know, there's only two, maybe three of them, uh, depending on where the destination is. So even when it's two guys or a guy and a gal or two gals, you know, on a layover and usually the pilots and us don't really don't always stay together at the same at uh, the same hotel. So if you're a pilot and I hope to have a, you know, a pilot friend of mine on at some point uh, in a future episode to, to kind of discuss pilot life and give you a behind the scenes a look at that and how different it is from being a flight attendant as well, uh, because this is a podcast not just for flight attendants, but for all crew and all people uh, enthralled within the aviation industry. But um i know that m- me personally i thought about becoming a pilot obviously the money is so tantalizing obviously with some of the new contracts that are being ratified at uh respective airlines currently and you know i thought about making the jump and um i think for me you know having been in the cockpit you know obviously breaking pilots and um you know throughout my career and kind of just observing you know what what their you know more or less you know uh day to day responsibilities are obviously when things aren't going awry or there's not a regular operations and the weather's good and everything's breaking right being a pilot is pretty easy and in terms of you know take off autopilot chill descent land it's pretty much it so there's a lot of downtime obviously and you're kind of just stuck in the you know in the cockpit and you have to call to use the bathroom or call to eat so those are you know minor things when you're getting a paycheck that's you know, forty thousand dollars a month, if you're working a lot and you're making three hundred or four hundred thousand dollars a year. So yes, in the grand scheme of things, sure, the money is an uh, an astronomical um, number that any most people would just dream to achieve. And I remember I was talking to this captain uh, just a couple weeks ago, and you know, he was telling me how he was he's made the most money he's ever had in his life. He's super humble guy, like super great guy. I hopefully he can fly with him again and get a, beer with her, get a beer with him on a layover or something. But, um, you know, because he grew up poor, he grew up in Arkansas, and he had never made that kind of money. So I think for him, and he also touched on this, that you have to love flying as a pilot. You have to love, you know, being involved and, um, you know, love the art of flight in general. And I know there's a lot of people who, you know, kind of get into it and then they back out because they don't love it. And obviously there's a lot of downtime doing it. So, you know, coupling that, Back with uh, mental health, um, I think it's important that whether you're on a layover or you're at home, uh, to, to always try and have something else in your back pocket going on and to have something that, uh, you know, something else that you like to do. Uh, I think a lot of people can, uh, you know, uh, attest to that, you know, some friends of mine, you know, that try, just trying to find their way outside of work. Because even for me, when I get home, you know, from even my own mental health, you know, because. I'm trying to just maybe focus this brief little, uh, you know, episode on, you know, the mental health of, you know, your front, the frontline employees of the airlines that serve you and, uh, you know, get you safely to where you need to go on a day in and day out basis. But, you know, especially for me, even when I get home from work, uh, you know, I, I don't even treat it as work. I almost get home and I'm like, all right, so now what do I do? So I always try and fill my schedule um, with, with things outside of work to keep my mind and my body active and, I think that's really important to do and whether you you know and I think also you know seeing a therapist and you know that's also therapy is very important as well because of the perpetually loneliness that the job entails Um, obviously most people when you know they're posting on social media they're of course uh, more or less showing the best highlights or uh, things that they're doing and um, you know you don't always know behind the scenes what's going on and you don't know behind the camera you know if they're by themselves they're really feeling that way they're just putting on a facade of like oh look I'm a flight attendant I'm really cool and look at this really cool thing I'm doing but a lot of time a lot of people are just doing things by themselves and like I said I used to do a lot of things by myself and I can for sure admit that I do not like doing things by myself anymore I am way over it it is not something that I have any interest in doing there's obviously times where I'm forced to do it because the trip has fallen apart or um you know I just depending if I'm on a layover where I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to go do something, whether it's a group activity with random strangers at a, you know, whatever the case is, no matter where I am, I always try and be conscious of trying to immerse myself into an experience with other people because I think that's what makes the job so great as well as being so social with everybody. So when you're by yourself or you're with someone that you don't really work with, whether you're a pilot or a flight attendant, someone you don't really get along with, then you're by yourself again and not everybody is an extrovert like myself. And some people like to be, uh, you know, by themselves, quiet, chill. And I totally understand that. Um, but I think that's also something to consider if you're thinking about becoming a flight attendant, if that's something that you've thought about. Um, obviously, the social part of the, uh, the social aspect of the job is such a draw, but it can also be the opposite of that where, uh, you know, you are by yourself a lot, like I said, and, you know, you have to be conscious of Ways and uh, avenues to channel your energy so that you don't uh, fall into a depression or um, you know wh- whatever the case is because we're on the road so much and we're at hotels we're we're seldom home and I think that's really important to keep in mind and that's something I cannot stress enough for anybody so uh, you know coming back full circle to uh, Captain Emerson where uh, you know he was trying to shut down the engines of the airplane and he's got issues at home he's depressed he's obviously got things going on so you know there's so many things that just culminate into how a person feels and a way to you know obviously channel that energy in a positive way and you know it's just always something to keep in mind um as well moving forward into uh you know into the holiday season and um into the future Now, circling back to Horizon Air Flight 2059 and kind of from the flight attendant's perspective, obviously when Emerson was brought out of the cockpit, uh, he was asked to be handcuffed and, um, you know, more or less detained by the flight attendants. And we do have things on board the aircraft that uh, we have access to that can help in any situation where there's an unruly passenger. And obviously we are very aware of the uh uptick in unruly passengers in the current state of air travel obviously there is a abundance of uh people that have contributed to all sorts of incidents that have you know obviously made the rounds on the news um whether it was on a united flight where a guy i think the flight was from la to boston and the guy had like a metal spoon that was supposedly turned into a shank and he went to stab try to stab the flight attendant in the neck and That's a whole thing and fortunately for me, I've not had to deal with anyone who has, you know, brought any sort of credible threat to the people on the airplane or the aircraft itself in my years of flying. um, Obviously, we are trained uh, in an extent from a flight attendants perspective on how to deal with that type of stuff and the best way to do it. But obviously, you can't really plan and or train for the things that uh, you least expect to happen um, on any given flight on any given day. So while there are tools in place that certainly help us and there can be, um, you know, other unidentified law enforcement uh, people traveling on the airplane that you don't even know that can serve as um, more or less an added layer of defense, should there be an issue that arises at any point during the flight. So sometimes there's federal air marshals or any law enforcement officers um, that are traveling um, to ensure another added layer of safety for everybody on board the airplane as well as the airplane itself. So um, those are kind of some more tactics that airlines take to try and mitigate any issues with uh, unruly people. Um, I know that obviously when people are under the influence of drugs and or alcohol or have um, you know a litany of mental health issues that it's hard to obviously plan for the unplanned things such as Horizon Air Flight 2059 or any other issues uh, or incidents that have taken place uh, over the past couple of years, obviously, since the pandemic and, you know, the whole mask policy and all that. So, um, you know, for me, I just try my hardest to create a very chill environment for everybody to be a part of and try and exude just very laid-back qualities so even if somebody's having a crappy day or whatever the case is they can you know kind of see my energy and feel my energy and hopefully that reflects uh back to them and you know they calm down a little bit but I know that knock on wood I don't have any proverbial wood to knock on near me but hopefully I don't have to deal with anything like that anytime soon because um you know it's not fun for anybody and um you know I think it's just uh, something you you don't want to you know you know you don't want to deal with. I mean we're not we're not police officers we're not sky cops we're simply just people trying to get you, get you to where you have to go give you a good experience try and take care of you as best as we can um, on a day in and day out basis and you know obviously having to deal with so many personalities and so many people from all walks of life all over the world all the time um, you know it, it can weigh on on us and you know again that ties into the mental health aspect of being a flight attendant as well as being a pilot. You know, you are interacting with so many people all the time, whether it's your colleagues or passengers or whoever the, whoever it is. And you know, it can be very draining and it can be very draining. It's always important to take care of yourself first and to always look after yourself first. And if you ever feel like you have someone you need to talk to or there's, you know, anything that you need to get off your chest or if you're upset about something outside at home, sometimes being a flight attendant is a great opportunity for that because you could be working with a stranger and if you have, you know, an issue at home or with yourself or whatever the case is, you know, we call it jump seat therapy more or less and you can, you know, tell someone your problems and, you know, just hear a different voice or get some different advice and I've certainly done that before myself and um, it's a great tool that we have, you know, without even knowing that we have it and, you know, I, I always try and, you know, if, I can, if I'm working with someone and I can tell they're kind of upset about something that doesn't have to do with anything work related, you know, I try and just offer a helping hand and say, hey, if you want to talk about anything, you know, let me know, happy to listen, happy to give you some feedback or, you know if you just want me to listen and you just want to talk like i'm cool with that too you know i think because because again at the end of the day we're, we're we're with each other um you know and we're a crew is we are a crew of three at the very minimum and a crew as many as you know 12 or 15 so no matter how small or how large the crew is um trying to create that camaraderie and that cohesive bond between us is so vitally important um because we're on the road so much so you know if you are a flight attendant you definitely can um you know a test to what I'm saying here and I think we've all probably done this at some point in our careers so um, you know matter, no matter no matter who you are where you're from what you got going on just know that you're not alone and you always have someone next to you that you can talk to and um, you know don't don't feel like you have you have to worry or you have to stress about you know hiding how you're feeling, whether you're down or whatever the case is, because we all are there for each other. And I think it's important to always stress that going forward and always take care of each other, whether it's taking care of ourselves first or helping taking care of a colleague uh, who might be upset about something. I mean, even even just yesterday, I was talking to a coworker of mine who was very upset about a breakup and I had never met her before. I had first time flying with her. I think she was Los Angeles based and um, you know, she was crying, and I was, and I gave her a hug, and you know, just trying to help her through it. And clearly, she, you know, she was obviously very, you know, upset with what she had going on. And I, you know, it's, you know, I'd never met her, and but, you know, I think it's important to have that empathy and to have that um, that sense of caring uh, inside you, because you know, sometimes someone just needs a shoulder to cry on, or they just need a hug, or they just need to be told it's going to be okay from someone else outside of their circle who they don't know. Um, so I, I always believe it's important to do that. And, um, you know, this is something that I'll definitely, we'll definitely dive into more with, uh, probably with probably with Megan especially, um, since she will be a uh, honorary, not honorary, she is a co-host of the Flight Attendant Forum, so uh, we'll formally introduce her as the co-host of the Flight Attendant Forum in a future episode, uh, hopefully sometime soon, next time I link up with her, hopefully we can get linked up and uh, uh, do another episode together, because everyone seems to really like the chemistry that we have together, and I think, um, you know, it shows, obviously listening to us in our, Uh, Last two episodes. So I can clearly see that by how much you guys have listened to the flight attendant forum. And obviously you like Megan and I doing episodes together, so there'll definitely be more of those coming up in the future. Um, I know this is a super brief episode uh, for for this week. I'm going to try and get another episode done to upload on Friday. I know know it's Monday and I'm going to be uploading this today um, for download purposes, but um, I'm still trying to stick to Friday, so just bear with me. Um, My schedule is pretty – I mean, I'm pretty busy for the month of November, but I should be able to get the uh, every Friday or every other Friday – continuing on that trajectory going forward into the holiday season. So, uh hope you enjoyed today's episode. I know it was just me talking, so if I bored you, I'm sorry and uh just know that you won't have to deal with me by myself too many times again in the future. And uh, you know, hope you have a great week and we'll certainly talk to you as always very very soon. If you liked what you heard on today's episode, please re- please leave a uh, review, a five-star review, uh, if you did like it or any episodes you've listened to in the past. just helps, helps out the uh, performance of the show and helps me create a better listen for you, the audience. So thank you so much. And, uh, of course, as always, because I always say it, and you know what I'm about to say, it's we'll talk to you very, very soon.